0: Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> <a> <laughs> so we're here again, and we've cocked up the introduction fantastically once again. We so count say. us in. All right, one, two, three. Hi, we're in. Yay! Even though I'm still recording this, and we've
1: got a name for our podcast now, which is My turn.
0: Yeah, because we used to fight over that. But yeah, should we do a quick introductions? Gem first.
1: Okay, uh, I'm Gem. Uh, I'm the big sister of this uh, sibling uh based geek cast that's going to be all about games
2: yay hey. i'm Billan, i'm the middle one and i like playing games
0: and i'm Aaron, i'm the small one i also like playing games and doing music for games yeah so the first thing we're going to be talking about is snipper clips um then we're going to move on to settlers of Catan, and then on to space team um yeah yes. so let's start off with snipper clips then
1: Okay, so basically, um, as if you listened to our last podcast, um, we we talked about uh, the switch and me and Billen on Zelda. But if you have got a Nintendo Switch, and you feel like a bit of a break from Zelda, Mario Kart doesn't come out until next weekend, a lot of the other games are slated for release in the coming months. So it's like, what else is there that you can play on the Switch? So we had a look in the store, which is, uh, you know, you can access with your Nintendo account, and uh, found this game called Snipperclips. And... Just by the by the cover of it, by by the picture, yeah. it looks quite babyish and quite frankly a bit crap. But <laughs> having had a go at it, I really really liked it. Um, and the base the basic game is you are kind of a weird little shape with a face uh, and some okay. legs and uh, you've got a buddy who is also a shape with a face and some legs it yep. sounds really weird it kind of is but it's really cute as well um and you can cut each other into other shapes in order to solve puzzles okay i think that pretty much summarizes it a...
2: yeah i i consider them more like sentient bits of paper <laughs> sentient bits of paper that are actually adorable they are really cute the they faces are... they make are hilarious <laughs> and yeah it's a bit cruel cutting them up, but it's also quite fun. Which Erim, when he played it just now, <laughs> he relished and uh, yeah, he kept cutting me to smithereens. That's a, yeah, it's just something really um, satisfying about cutting you. That sounds really <laughs> dark,
1: Erim. Oh, uh, er- Erim is clearly <laughs> the emo of the of the three siblings. Well, no, because I'd be cutting myself, really. <laughs> wouldn't
0: it? This is just revenge for all the time and has beaten me at games like Mario Kart.
1: Yeah, Billen so, beats us at all games. Yeah, he just likes doing that. So the the odd time that we can beat him at something, or embarrass him, <laughs> or annoy him, uh, like this.
2: Yeah, we should point out this is a cooperative game, so they're not actually beating me at the game. My my sister currently has a <laughs> finger in my eye, which you can't see. But I'm I i do not have my finger in your
1: me. eye. Yes, I do. How yes, professional, do. Gem.
2: <laughs> but anyway,
0: so um, talk me through the kind of puzzles that you have to solve then.
1: Um, so you, you, I mean, it starts off really easy. So you're kind of fitting into different things. You're changing yourself into shapes to press a button, which might release a ball or some other object. Um, and then you use that object and have to get it into something else. Um, there's, uh, you turn yourself into like hooks to drag things around. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole range of puzzles. Um, and they're really kind of, they're just good fun actually and they're more challenging than you think they'll be.
0: Not quite as babyish ish as um, would be expected then?
1: Yeah, I think that's the general message on the game. I think I would recommend that most people give it a go and if you're not sure about paying the, I think it's $17.99 for the full game, um, Nintendo obviously is so confident about this game's success that they're giving you a free trial as well. Um, so I would just recommend trying the, the free the free trial and I'd recommend playing it as a co-op. Um, Mm. because it's way more fun. What's the difference between co-op
2: and single-player then? It's exactly the same except in co-op you have two people playing simultaneously. In single-player you have to play on a single controller and you alternate between the two roles. So you can't control both of them at the same time. Yeah, so
1: there's always two little weird happy coloured shapes with faces and legs yeah. <laughs> um, you always have two of them but it's, it's the difference between operating both of them yourself or having two people kind of arguing about the best way to solve the puzzle which I really liked about the game, how about you Belen? Because you only you only played it cooperatively for the first time today with us.
2: Yeah well I didn't argue with Erin about what the correct solution was, I did argue with you when you were telling <laughs> us to make a hook make a hook, pull the balloons down as a hook and then we didn't <laughs> Well, we definitely did. <laughs> well, no, we made ourselves into hooks to pop the balloon, but then we dragged it down by jumping on them.
0: Well, not that high one. No, we we yeah, still yeah, made ourselves into a hook. Yeah, thank
1: you.
2: Uh, I stood on it to get
0: it down, on the handle. Not not when we were doing it co-op. <laughs> yeah, we did. And you were complaining as well. You were like, oh, I found this one so hard. And... So this no, is why the game one is fun. It was really fiddly. <laughs> oh,
2: Try, okay. Trying to get the basketball into the hoop when you're one person playing it, it's... It's quite fiddly because you've got to get the run up just right and then jump at just the amount of t- just the right time so that it goes into the basket and doesn't bounce off. Yeah. With two players, it was much easier because we could have like one person giving it a little nudge. It That's was quite. Easy. To, it's easier
1: to cooperate, I guess, because you'd have to keep switching yourself into two characters. Otherwise,
2: it's also more fun to give each other high fives, not just high five yourself. Yeah, and it is quite <laughs> it, as annoying
1: as it is. The first time I played it, and um, it it was quite funny when we were just cussing each other. Um, yeah. which would make more sense if you go and have a look at the game. Um, we are not just like slicing each other, uh, and there's not blood everywhere. It is all cute, and it is all kind of like stamping holes in paper kind of vibe. So uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend it to people if you've got a Switch and you kind of want to... Even if you want a Zelda break, um, <laughs> just to give your mind a rest. Yeah.
0: I mean, it seems like quite an easy game to kind of just pick up and put down. It's not something that really... I guess something like Zelda, for me, I've, I've never actually played it, but for a lot of open world games, you kind of invest... As soon as you switch it on, you know you're going to invest a lot of time in it. Whereas these seem like quick five-minute puzzles. Um, yeah. Is that how you feel as well? Yeah,
1: some of the puzzles will take you a bit longer. But um, yeah, I mean, in general, yes. Uh, but I I have mostly enjoyed it and um, playing it with another person. So it's it's, for me, a kind of good go-to new party game. And I'm just you know surprised by it the way it looks i think it almost goes against it cuz it looks like such a baby game that said i do think it's um it has potential for family gameplay yeah um whereas a lot of games i've been playing in recent years are very grown up so it's quite nice to pick something up that i found you know challenging enough to keep my brain active but fun enough and 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 kind of open enough that i could play it with someone who's
0: you know yeah. 12 can i can i just ask a question because um i mean it, it's come to my attention that um in in terms of serious gaming i i feel that other people feel that uh, nintendo isn't necessarily a serious gaming console now with mm. the switch how how do you feel about it about it and games like this is is that in keeping with that it's not a serious gaming console it's more something you know that's a bit of fun to play with people or do you, do you feel like this is becoming a serious console
1: uh, I feel like and I'm sure Bill and I will want to come in on this but I feel like you know I don't want to repeat what we said last week really um, about Zelda but I think Zelda is really is is um, Nintendo's kind of proving everyone wrong um, because it is a very grown up serious game. Um, although again, it could be played by younger gamers. It's just not got any graphic sex or violence. So, I mean, I don't think you need mm. those things for it to feel like a grown-up game. We're just used to having those things um, in a lot of gaming that are that is a lot more violent. Yeah. Um, but I, I think we wait and see with the with the new releases on the Switch. I, I think the jury's still out. Well, uh, Bill, do you want to come in on past Nintendo image? Yeah, because more you've of a-
0: you've been a massive well, Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo's Africa, haven't you?
2: more about. The being fun and being open to everyone, whereas yeah. uh, a lot of people say they're not serious because their view of serious is real world themes of, like Gem says, violence, graphic, sexual imagery. And that's shutting off uh, a large proportion of the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it opens up to people who just want to do that. They want to escape from reality and say Grand Theft Auto, go rob some cars and punch (laughs) some people, run them over, which Which is is fine.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) But uh, I don't think that that should be synonymous with serious gaming. To me, serious gaming is about how much time you invest in the game and uh, whether you're doing it for a bit of social interaction, whether you're just relaxing with a casual Mm. game. Or if you're actually trying to endeavour to complete uh, challenges, mm-hmm. like puzzles, yeah. or um, unlock various aspects of the game, or if you're a completionist, that, I mean, what a serious game is 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 to me not whether it de- deals with serious subject matter. Yeah, it's more about how how you go about playing the game, and yeah. I, I think yeah. people are too quick to judge Nintendo is not being serious because they tend to have more colorful games and things which whilst more, may not be as difficult as some of the perceived as serious games they're more open to other people
1: Mm. But yeah. they can
2: still be difficult. They can still have that element of seriousness about them.
1: I mean, for anyone who's ever played any version of Mario, I think that this is case in point. Like, Mario is always very easy to get into. Any any Mario game is quite easy to get into. Then you always get to a point with Mario where you you are just... Are like beside yourself trying to complete it, um, and I think that that's what Nintendo do really well. They make games really accessible, as Billen's saying, um, and then they they manage to kind of build these challenges in. And I and I think you know. Because a lot of people, I mean, I was at a meeting recently um, with with some people from Yuki um, and they were talking about the perception of games as being, you know, something bad, that young people shouldn't be playing so many games, that they're too violent, that they're kind of affecting behaviour in negative ways. And I think Nintendo really flies the flag of that being completely untrue. Yeah. Um, I mean, I disagree that if you play a game with, with guns and you're over 18, it's going to, I don't think it's going to make you go and shoot everyone. Um, I mean, there was violence <laughs> happening way before the, games exactly, are even exactly. a thing. So. L- but that's a whole other debate. But I yeah. think the whole point that games can be serious and fulfilling um, and really pull you in and be difficult and challenging for an adult, I think Nintendo is flying the flag for that without yeah. the graphic sex and violence Um so, yeah, I well,
0: I think know. I think one of the great things about some, a game like Snipperclips is, even though it is fun to play, it is still developing your problem solving skills. Though it might not necessarily be in um, what's perceived as an academic way, even still, the challenge of a game is is a great way to help people develop their creativity. I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's a good um, it's a good sort of alternative stress, I guess. Um, you know, in a way that that a lot of games I find as an in alternative stress. You've had a hard day. Uh and then you come home and you kind of get yourself into a, a video game or a ball game yeah. and you, you kind of have that level of stress in that I want to win. I want to solve this puzzle. I want to get through this level, but it's something outside of your everyday stress, which is really nice. And Snipperclips is like such a fun way of doing that. It's challenging you, but so cute. (laughs) It's just so cute. I mean, yeah, honestly, like if you've got a switch or, you know, someone with a switch, just get them to do the free trial if nothing else, because you know, this game shouldn't be overlooked just because it looks like a kid game. It's really fun.
0: Don't judge a book by its cover.
1: So out of 10, um, I, I need to play a bit more, but I think at the moment it's heading for an 8. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really like it. I really like it, and it's I think tough. I will play it a lot. I think it might be my go-to party game because I definitely <laughs> didn't get 1-2-switch. <one-two> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Billen, uh, I'm more in the 7 area, but I, I think that's mostly because I found some of the uh, physics a bit fiddly. Otherwise, it is, it is very good. If the physics were slightly less fiddly... Uh, less precise then it might have been better I I would
1: challenge you on that though because I think the physics are better or it plays out better cooperatively
2: um well okay that's your
0: opinion <laughs> <laughs> I'd also I'd, I'd be um, saying seven because I mean I haven't actually invested enough time to make a fair judgment but from what I saw it, it feels like a very easy game to pick up and a bit of fun I I, I just think I'd get quite stressed out at some point <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it fun. I know but unfortunately <laughs> I'm not the best with these things so anyway we're moving on to um, our next segment which will be Settlers of Catan which oh this a is our classic, classic
1: game, game. woo Ooh, a classic. So uh, Settlers of Catan, I believe, um, came out as Catan, I think was its first name, uh, around 95, designed by Klaus Teuber. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, this is the game that I think, uh, if you are one of these people that's picking up board games again, uh, probably having not played since um, Days of Monopoly with your family, yep. Settlers of Catan very quickly uh, gets brought to your attention. And certainly that's how I've experienced it. So um, uh, I first played it in, uh, I think about two years ago, sort of early 2015. Some friends had it at a party. And from... I actually was playing Trivial Pursuit at the time because there was quite a lot of us in one room, and uh, I got distracted by how fun it looks and went over and joined one of the teams for Catan. Okay, um, and it's an amazing board game.
2: And now Jem has all of the variants because we got them <laughs> those <loads> for Christmas. <laughs> oh, you've got all of them. I don't now. have all
1: of them. I have no. quite a few. Okay,
2: <laughs> that was that was me exaggerating. But she has the standard one, the expansion, the sea the, no pirates and explorers. Yeah.
1: And, and an expansion.
2: And the expansion for that. Have you only got those four? Yeah, that's it. Oh, she wants But more. that's
1: quite a lot. I was going to say, lot.
0: because I think, there not there like four alternatives? I think alternatives? there's six different alternatives.
2: Oh, really? Alternatives.
1: There's a Dells one, I think. Um, is that
2: right? Yeah, there's yes. Knights and Cities. There's Seafarers. Uh, is there like Barbarians and Traders Mainly. or something? Oh, wow. And then there's a couple of others, I think, which may not be like the same game they might okay. be different games but sit on the same There's, game there board. are card
1: versions as well which are slightly different um, yeah kind of they're kind of a variant of the main game um, where you'll be doing a lot of uh, sort of resource gathering and trading but just with cards so I actually looked it up when uh, we were due to go on holiday earlier this year because I was like what can I do without Catan for a week <laughs> I couldn't cope with the idea, um, but the the really nice looking travel edition was quite expensive, um, almost as expensive as the. How much are we,
0: the, are we talking for the games then?
1: About forty quid thereabouts. The basic game is it?
2: No, I think it was twenty six pounds.
1: Oh, sorry, I'm just thinking up to six players. But yeah, yeah if you yeah. get
2: the expansion as well, it's probably more like forty.
1: Yeah, so you, um, so, so it's I'm a guessing... two, We should say it's a two to four <gasps> player game. Um, yeah. in the, the basic game, I think. Personally, it works best with four people if you're playing that version. But you can expand it up to six people. Um, Which we did at a family gathering, which was quite manic. Yeah, actually, we we didn't do that. We expanded it to six people and then added more people in teams with those six people. Yeah,
2: we had six teams. I think we had a total of 16 people playing. Which doesn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't work. So anyone uh, playing sellers ca- uh, of Catan, any of the variants, um, we would recommend you do not do it in teams because it takes forever. So the recommended gameplay time is ninety minutes. That, and that, how long that did the, it take the, us? I think it was four hours, <laughs> and we did we put ourselves a time limit. If you remember, so we didn't yeah. even finish the game.
2: Yeah, we got to twelve points, and the requisite number to win that variant of the game was eighteen.
1: So Um, this was when we played the Pirates one. I'm
0: I'm not going to lie. I actually quite enjoyed the epic scale of it, but then (laughs) I I like my epic games and my epic music. But um, yeah, it was the first time I ever played it and those four hours were an absolute breeze for me. I had so much fun doing it.
1: So you didn't, you'd never played the basic. I thought you'd played the basic.
0: Oh, I think we did, but it was in a similar setting where there was lots of us.
1: Yeah, probably my... Was it my birthday, maybe? Where everyone was in teams and that took about five hours. Yeah,
0: something similar and there was quite a big group of us. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the first time I played it, uh, there was a lot of us and we played it. It it took hours and hours and hours, but I was so invested in it... uh, I'm pretty sure I got quite frustrated. I mean, that's the thing. And
1: I I wouldn't want to put anyone off from trying it because we're saying it takes hours. It actually doesn't. I think you can do the basic game in 90 minutes, um, as suggested on the box. Uh, provided that you work out how to set it up, but that will come to that in a minute. But um, mm. yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to put anyone off. It, you can just don't do it in teams. Just make sure you're playing as individuals um, and keep the mon- momentum up. If there's a player that's taking ages to decide things, like me, I always do. <laughs> um, <laughs> put them on a time limit. Um, yeah, it, it is really, really good fun. So it is a, it is a game of strategy um, of of kind of. Um, co- I guess you do cooperate with other players to an extent. You quickly form allegiances with people you like and people you don't like and screw each other over a bit with trading. Um, uh, So it's just really good fun. And the gameplay feels quite, not constant, but it's pretty fast. It's not like trivial pursuit. Yeah, it's not like trivial pursuit where you spend the whole game waiting for your turn. Yeah, I mean, you have to be
0: aware of what other players are doing because it is. Absolutely. It is well i'd consider it a strategy game isn't it yeah yeah um yeah i thought it was really fantastic when i um gave it a go um how accessible is it though if if say for example i was a new player um is it something that i can quickly pick up or does it require a bit of investment in time
2: well when we played it on jem's birthday a lot of players hadn't played it before or yeah. had only played it briefly it's very simple in the rules you roll some dice, you look at the numbers. The numbers correspond to which resources are produced, and that's very clearly highlighted by the numbers being on the grid squares on the game board. Yeah. And they each have pictures which represent the resources. The resource cards themselves have the same pictures, so it's easy enough to pick those up. You've got uh, everyone has their um, cost card, how much every um, item that you can build with the resources costs. So it, all the information is freely good. available at all times to all players. The actual um, points of the game, you just have some victory points that you need to uh, get to ten on in basic game, and it's easy to count up the victory points at any point. It's just the number of um, towns you have tw- or twice. cities it's and two, settlements. It's two for yeah. cities. and there's some bonus ones that you can get, which people can see most of the time. Yeah, um, my favorite bit about the game is actually that it's perfectly um set the point the victory point is perfectly set so that everyone's really into the game just at the point it finishes <laughs> yeah. yeah so you're like i i really want it to go on but yeah. unlike something like monopoly yeah. where someone becomes Quite overpowered or it becomes uh, it like some people are on on the fringes because they yeah. can never get back into the game it, it doesn't do that. It's like, oh, everyone's everyone's there or thereabouts. Yeah. And then it ends. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to go again.
1: And that is that is almost like a cliffhanger as well because it makes you want to play it again. Yeah. You, you know, pretty much every time I've played it in the last year, I've at that game set the date for the next time we play the game because Mm. we're that into it we're like okay we could play another game or "Mm, how about in two weeks on Friday we're all going to play Catan again (laughs) it's like it it does feel like a bit of a cliffhanger that you end up you're still in the zone when it ends yeah um yeah, so, so, yeah, I I don't know if this sounds boring in description, but it really isn't. It's really exciting, no, really it's fun. it's definitely a very engaging game. As we do traditionally,
0: what would we give this game out of 10? Nine. Nine?
1: Oh, I kind of want to give it a 10, but I think the packing up and setting up is, is it, okay, 9.5.
0: Yeah, it is a bit of a downfall, and I've only played it the two times, but I'm giving it, I, I think I'd agree with Gem, actually, 9.5. It's just so engaging and addicting. Yeah. And you're 100% right. I want to play it again now. If I had the time, I'd love to. Um, but anyway, so now we're moving on to our uh, next game, which will be Space Team. Who wants to start us on that?
1: Uh I will, okay. Um, so the reason we're talking about Space Team is because Space Team is a um, an app-based game that's been out since, oh gosh, when did that come out? 2012, yeah. Um, and that's a game that's free to download um, on pretty much any mobile device. Um, and it's really great um, kind of... Uh, co-op um where you're basically bashing buttons and shouting at each other
2: it's a competitive no sorry it's a cooperative shouting game yeah i think that's, that's the best way to describe it
1: <laughs> i think that's how they yeah i've written it there in fact a little quote a cooperative shouting game that's from <laughs> space team hq Perfect um, for our family, it's yeah. really fun and the reason uh, i wanted to talk about it today is that um everyone well everyone in the uk that enjoy space team or mobile was really excited that last year uh, there was a kickstart campaign um to get it uh, made into a card game variant um and that has happened it was successfully backed uh, it is inv- available in the us and not available over here which is really annoying so we thought we'd just talk about the game and uh, get excited about the card release when it eventually appears
0: okay so there's a card release so what's I mean, have you ever played it? Have you ever um, had any kind of dealings with it, experience with it?
1: No, but I'm really keen to, because yeah. I love the um, the mobile game version. So the card version will, unlike the mobile game, which uh, goes from two players um, and is actually really fun for two players to play, uh, the card game version will be three to six players. But I think the concept, um, just from reading about it, is largely the same. It will be a really fast-paced game. Uh, they won't last any longer than probably 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, some will be over in five. Um, so it's one of those games that you will play round after round after round um and it it just sounds like a really good variant um if say you're somewhere where you don't want to drain your phone battery for example yeah or you have or you can't connect to your phones together i mean we played it just before this podcast and we yeah. couldn't all get on the same uh connection platform so yeah. you can connect to each other's phones on wi-fi or bluetooth or via the internet using a password um and we, we just couldn't we had to try it like yeah, every single free, way yeah. a few times so uh yeah
2: yeah, so the Bluetooth doesn't work cross-platform, so you can do it, everyone on iOS using Bluetooth or everyone on Android using Bluetooth, you can't do iOS to Android Bluetooth. I'm not sure why that is, but it was the same when the game first came out in 2012. Yeah. We played it on the Eurostar uh, coming back from <laughs> Brussels. That and sounds... that drew the ire of some of the other passengers. <laughs> Fortunately, it was a work trip and they were all from work, so we just ignored them. We okay. played the uh, eight player, which was at the time experimental variant, and there was a lot of shouting. I
0: was going to say, even
1: with really three of
0: us, it was very difficult to understand, which is quite part of the fun of it, um, I trying to shout instructions at each other. Yeah, and... I mean,
1: I don't know if we've actually summarised what the game is, but the we idea haven't. is you're you're on a spaceship and yeah. um, you have a control panel in front of you each each, each player on their screen has a control panel in, fl- in front of them and everything has stupid names like Snuggle Flux and <laughs> Hibbledy Gip Radar. And What was the just... belief one?
2: Uh, oh. Yeah.
1: Engage Belief <laughs> engage or something. Know, <laughs> <this> image, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something yeah.
2: Like so Basically. one of the controls is Beliefs and you can either engage or disengage. Yeah. What, what was it? Blessings. Well, I had the blessings <laughs> control and the button is labelled Count, so... Count your blessings, yeah.
1: I mean, and see, it's a series of dials and buttons and switches. And um, on your screen, you get instructions of which ones to engage, disengage, turn up, turn down. Um, and you, you pretty much don't have those buttons on your screen, but you have the instruction on your screen. So the idea is you tell someone else, who may have it on their screen, engage the snorflax or whatever. That's actually a Pokemon
2: it's, not nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's probably one of the controls as well
0: it could be like, quite
2: random. yeah so it's uh even more amusing when you realize you've been shouting and shouting and shouting and there in the corner is the button that you've been supposed to be on, pressing. Your, own on your own screen <laughs> oh, so it actually
0: comes up um, it comes
2: up randomly whether it,
1: whether yeah. it's your screen or
2: someone
0: else's yeah so fun and how, how does it progress
2: in terms of level so how does it become more difficult the controls start falling apart (laughs) (laughs) or become electrified, which means you can't press them or some weird green goo. Space panel glue.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I didn't understand what this
2: yeah around. we should have told you that you need to scrub that out that would have probably oh um, can you scrub
1: it out I've never scrubbed I, it out I've just w-
2: yeah you can scrub that out
0: so on my screen I just basically had green glue electric uh, glue glue goo
1: goo it's because we just played space team none of us can speak today
0: <laughs> yeah well, I had panels swinging around everywhere I wasn't sure what was going on I was trying my hardest yeah we we, f- failing.
2: we forgot to tell Erin that you can fix the panels back when oh, they're yeah. spinning around everywhere <laughs> it's like Erin, press the button, press the button. We know you have it. So I can't, it's spinning.
1: Yeah, it? it's really good fun, yeah. isn't it?
0: And there's also some um, kind of like, oh, I, I wanted to call them like special instructions where so there'll be an asteroid or something and everyone has to shake
1: the screen. Yes, or yes. a wormhole
2: and everyone turns it upside down. Yeah, yeah
1: and, only, and only one player gets the alert. Sometimes a couple of you do, but usually it's only one player. So you have to kind of stop everyone shouting instructions to turn things up and down and get them to shake their phones or turn their phones around. Otherwise <laughs> you get hit by an asteroid and that. Yeah. Uh, and basically you just want to keep your ship going for as long as possible. Uh, we may... We managed level eight today, didn't we? Yes, with with we three do. of us. But that was your first play.
0: First ever play, yeah. Hopefully I, I did better than Alex then.
1: Uh, yeah, I played, it, I played it with my boyfriend yesterday. I think we got to level eight as well. Oh,
0: okay. Right. He's,
1: really, he's got a very quiet voice, so it's hard to... I was going to
0: say, it should be good for us, uh, being <laughs> honest and used to shouting at each other constantly. Yeah,
1: we do like shouting. <laughs> and,
2: and if you want some added uh, craziness, then I would recommend playing in groups of up to 16 with multiple groups going at the same time, but all in the same room. <gasps>
1: That would that, be impossible to hear. Yeah,
2: that sounds <laughs> like absolute chaos.
1: I'm guessing that by that statement you've done that it. Was, that, yeah. was,
2: that was good. We had three groups, which totaled 16 people. And yeah, every now and again you get the same control panels on other people's screens and it was, it was manic. Yeah. What uh, level did you get up to? I think the highest we got up to was low teens, maybe 12.
1: Oh, wow. wow, that's pretty that's good. quite impressive. You guys are clearly organised or well, yeah. you'd all played it loads before.
2: That was at the end of having played it lots.
1: I think I think when you the more you play it, the more you kind of get used to the words because part of the challenge of it is the tongue twisters and I know that mm. I did a few Freudian slips earlier um <laughs> you end, you end up swearing or you know they're almost euphemisms a lot of them and some some of them kind of are um and I know with the card game variant they they go they have a um not safe for work edition which expands it to more players and um and adds some very rude words or really... r- like kind of innuendo rude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say them here because I want our podcast to remain accessible to everyone but um, (laughs) but, um, yeah I mean that's one of the the reasons I really want to get my hands on the card game so at the moment in the UK if you look it up on on, uh, Amazon or on um, a lot of game sites like you might be able to get one copy and it will be like £90 with a £30 delivery charge or something um, from from the US but otherwise I think um, a lot of forums I've been on trying to get hold of it are saying just wait you know have a look on ebay people have got second-hand copies from ebay or get someone you know in the states to mail it to you but um i'd like it to become available here hopefully it will
0: yeah hopefully it will how did you guys hear about it then work friends on a work trip work friends on a work trip and yourself D- i don't remember
1: Just one of the, it's cover. one of those ones that i've sort of played a few times ages ago and then picked up again recently because i like last year read about the um, the card game release and got excited about mm. that because I it thought it'd be really fun. Um, yeah, it's another quite cute game, isn't it?
0: Really, yeah. it's like uh, very old school <laughs> graphics, and you can become all these very strange looking characters with weird hair and teeth and stuff. But obviously, very pixelated.
1: Yeah, it's very eight bit looking. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's just a really cute little aesthetic. The whole thing, even the, the panels and the way they sort of disintegrate and fall apart, is really is really sort of sort, sort of retro and funny. I yeah. really like it. Okay, um,
2: <laughs> so round up out of ten. Um, I'll give it an eight and a half.
1: Yeah. Okay. Gem? I I think I'm gonna give it an eight and a half too. Eight and a half? Any particular reason?
2: I'd give it a higher number, but it does piss people off when <laughs> when, when they want it to be quiet time or I don't know. They don't like people shouting. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. Now I th- I think. I'd, I'd like to see a version that didn't depend on you kind of all being connected and being on your phone. Yeah. So therefore, I really want to play the card version. I think I'll like that more in some ways. Mm. Um, I, I love playing on my phone, but you do sort of end up just playing it for ages and getting, you know, a bit of a neck ache and stuff. and getting old, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I really, I do really like it. I think that the card game will elevate it somewhat, actually. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay,
0: good stuff. I'd say I'd probably give it a seven out of ten. Um, it's not quite my cup of tea, but I did really enjoy Do you
1: it. not like shouting? No, no, I mean,
0: <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, like, I like shouting at my family, and it's quite cute, which is the thing I like about it. But in terms of the kind of game I would normally go for, I don't know. I it's not something I'd pick up and be like, I really want to play this. I think it would be really funny, and I think one of the Get things i really want to try is actually what Billen done and play it in a crowded place yeah. just to see people's reactions <laughs> i think i think it's a good game but i can't imagine myself playing it again and again and again and again like something like Catan have that kind of addiction for it yeah but um yeah i'd say seven out of ten all right oh, no. so i think that will bring us now to our roundup
1: Woo! so, so what are we all playing now guys
0: so I'm currently playing. Oh, sorry. So I'm currently playing Dishonored Two. Um, it's a bit of a game that I kind of love and hate at the same what you, time. What are you playing it on? So I'm playing on PlayStation Four, which is um, my console. I don't have a a Switch or an Xbox. I know it's only available for Xbox and PlayStation. Is that
1: uh, right? I don't know if it's on PC. Do you know, Belen?
2: I don't know.
0: But anyway, okay. yeah. So I'm playing that at the minute, and it's. Um, It's quite a disturbing game. Um, Basically, you assume the role of either Emily or Corvo, and you've kind of got two ways of playing this game. You can either do it quite stealthily, or you can do it quite bloodily and go around (laughs) killing everything, which is the choice I've opted for. And what
1: kind of genre game is
0: it? I don't really... It's it's kind of like a mission-based RPG. It's a bit of a mishmash, I think. Is it sort of a sci-fi world or a horror world? Yeah, a bit of a dark fantasy world. But it's, it's it's very beautiful, but very disturbing. Lots of blood, dead people, and gruesome <laughs> deaths, and it's quite graphic as well. You know, when if you're if you ever get to a point of uh, fighting a clockwork soldier, as they're called, massive machine things, they will literally rip you in half with their blades sounds
1: delightful yeah so So what would you give that so far out of 10 so far
0: so i've only got i don't even know how far i've got but i've been playing for a bit um i'd say 7.5 out of 10 uh but there's scope to improve because it's incredibly frustrating but i just just keep wanting to play it again and again it's very hard to get into but once you're into it i think you get hooked um should we move on billen
2: what are you currently playing so I've been playing a lot of code names, which is something that I first picked up with our work board games group. Yeah. It's actually a card game where you are split into two teams, yep. the red team and the blue team, and each team has a spymaster who knows about the code names used for various agents in the field. Yeah. And they get to see this well, everyone gets to see a grid of five by five cards, each with a single word on. And the spy masters have to identify to their team using single word clues, uh, which of those words on the table are their team spies without getting any wrong. And um, it's really good. It's uh, quite strategic. You've got to come up with words which are associated with blocks of words which correspond to your agents without accidentally hinting at other people's um, agents. So quick example? Uh, So I got frustrated yesterday when... I gave the clue house and the things that I was hoping they would go for are band, as in house band, and court, as in courthouse. (laughs) And the frustrating thing is the first thing that my teammate said was, oh, I wonder if he's thinking house band. And then they didn't go for it. Instead, they opted for duck because they thought that duck house was more likely than either of those two. (laughs) What? Yeah, the two people on my team both got uh, into the idea that I must have thought of that because of the expenses scandal which was many years ago but someone uh put an expense in for a duck house and they thought "Oh, I must have been thinking <laughs> about that wow yeah I wasn't <laughs> but it's it's fun it's it's okay. a good game an out of 10 I really like Code Names, so nine out of ten.
0: Oh okay. wow That sounds good I'd really like to play it uh gem
1: uh so i'm playing a game on my xbox at the moment um through my xbox live account uh every month you get some free games um and so i've started playing um the telltale games version of the walking dead uh And they gave me series, well, they gave us series two for free. So I thought I'd start with series two, even though I haven't played series one. But the way that the games work um, is they're kind of story driven point and click games. Um, And if you haven't played series one, they'll randomly generate a sort of group of choices for the character that you're playing with. So that those choices then inform the way the game goes. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so it looks pretty good. It's based on the comics of The Walking Dead rather than the TV series. So really well illustrated, good game design. Um enjoying it so far, even though I'm not a massive fan of the Walking Dead
0: comics. Yeah. Okay. But a uh, big fan of the Telltale games?
1: I love them. I love them a lot. I really, really love um The Wolf Among Us and um the tales from borderlands i think they're like 10 out of 10 titles so really? yeah high hopes for this but i've how only just it started rating, then
0: if the others are 10 um, out of 10? at
1: the moment i'm going for an 8 out of 10 uh, but let's see how it goes
0: okay look forward to hearing the updates so anyway that's um the end of the podcast from us we'll be here again oh. next week uh, so <laughs> say goodbye everyone bye. bye
1: bye thanks for tuning in